Welcome to Harvard, a podcast where we want to start a conversation about topics that build strong families. You can find out more about this podcast and the Hope Harbor ministry behind it online at hopeharbormn.org or find us on social media. Thanks for listening. start talking <laughs> try to ambush you but didn't work this time <laughs> want to introduce yourself first this time yep sure i'm megan i am the counselor here at hope harbor and i am melissa i'm the director of operations here at hope harbor it's so much to say director of operations director of operations i operate no i, <laughs> never mind. I direct the operations i direct the operations that's true you do a lot. And it's a lot of places now, too. Yeah, it really is. It's really all over the place. Um, so, yeah. So, this is uh, Harvard, our third episode, Woo-hoo. I think. Um, we've had some, a lot, of, a lot of interest and a lot of feedback over the past couple of episodes. Some um, positive feedback, some constructive criticism, we'll say, mm-hmm. which both are good and both are really important. Um, because we are not professional podcasters. No, I don't. I don't know if you guys picked up on that at all. Yeah, we're kind of winging it. We are winging it, and we will. We like constructive feedback. We take that well. Like today, I am sitting in my orange chair instead of sitting in my squeaky chair. Ah, see, we and we'll I listen. Did, I did notice that you were sitting closer over here, and I wasn't wasn't even thinking why. See. We were just talking before about like I had Miss Christine do a um, do a write up of a packet of, about something that we have here. That was very vague, but whatever. It doesn't. It, doesn't, it has to be vague. <laughs> specifics don't really matter. What matters is I would have done it in like a paragraph narrative form, and she did it in this really like crisp, clear chart that yeah. made. A lot more sense, and I was like, I never would have thought of that. Like, I'm really glad I asked her to do that because I never would have thought of doing it that way. Mm-hmm. So somehow that correlated to the chair in my head, but I don't remember how. Oh, I was wondering why you were sitting in this chair, and I thought it was just to sit closer to me. Uh, but it's so that you're not squeaky. Yes. There, it all comes back around. <laughs> I've only had one sip of coffee today. Same. We have. So, yeah. So, uh, we do really appreciate the the feedback, whatever direction it goes, because, yeah, we are not professional podcasters. This is um, just something we are experimenting with and, and learning about how to do. We are recording on literally the simplest equipment ever. It's just an app on um, my phone, and... I don't know a lot about <laughs> the app yet. I'm <laughs> hoping to learn more about it. But the other piece of that too is not only are we not, you know, professional podcasters here, but this also isn't our primary focus of our job. It's just kind of a additional side thing that we get to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the ministry is growing in so many different ways, it's been really cool because our boss, Miss Cindy, really gives us a lot of freedom to make decisions 
about some different things we want to try and try stuff out. So that's been really cool. So please continue to give us feedback on what you want to hear us talk about, when we should quit talking about things, right. and... But be kind. <laughs> that's all I ask. <laughs> it is. It's kind of nerve-wracking. Like, I don't know. You don't really know who's going to listen, and you don't know what they're going to say, or like say about it, or think about it, and... I don't know. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I was trying to. Oh, I was talking with one of the one of our residents' dads yesterday about apps on phones and stuff like that, and he brought up Spotify. He's like, I don't even know what that is, and I was like, it's a music app, but I was like, I don't really know a lot about it either because I don't listen to music. I just listen to podcasts all the time. So yeah, I don't know. I know I I am new to the podcast world. Freshly new, so I, I'm still kind of getting the hang of it. Right. right now, what my podcast consists of. What do you listen to? Well, right now I'm listening to like Elevation Church mm-hmm. on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday they come out with a, the message, the sermon mm-hmm. from that Sunday, the week before. And I also am listening to NPR now. And I <laughs> NPR. I know. <laughs> I'm educating myself. This is not where I thought you were going. <laughs> listen to a ridiculous amount of true crime podcasts like probably to an unhealthy extent but I don't listen to it before bed like I've drawn that that boundary or whatever but I listen to it like in the car or when I'm I don't know cleaning the house or yeah. whatever it is so. I think listening to podcasts in the car is really the best mm-hmm. because you don't like you can pay attention and but yet you still like Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying very bad things. <laughs> you can pay attention, but you can still drive. <laughs> but I think I think what I like about it, like in the car and stuff, is like obviously I love listening to music in the car. But I don't know, like I feel like I get a little bit more lost in the music, or like there's so much emotion and stuff drawn to to music, or like you hear a song you remember back, or you like hear a short little three minute song and it makes you think of another song. So then you're, like, so busy messing around with the yeah. radio and the CD player or whatever. You're hopefully not your phone, but whatever. So, I don't know. I like podcasts because it's, like, a, a bigger, longer story. And because it's a person just talking about mm-hmm. stuff that's relevant and interesting, it's like having somebody in the car with you. Yeah, definitely. So, which is another thing I just love about podcasts is that they are so real. And there are so many different, like... Um, versions of podcasts and categories like we talked about true crime and um church stuff and whatever (laughs) i think that's basically the two things we mentioned but there's a lot Uh there's cooking there's whatever you can exercise i love to get in a cooking podcast Um, yeah i want to try it sometime a cooking podcast i don't cook so maybe that would help me like does somebody talking about cooking or do they talk you through how to cook Mm mm-hmm I listen to true crime. I think I might check that out. <laughs> that's that's what I listen to. I don't know. That'd be good, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like that because and there's so many different. So like, there's all those different categories, and then there's all so many different styles of it too. And you know, definitely there's some that are very well produced and 
Mm -hmm. um, that's like what people want to do. Right. And then there's some that are just winging it, like us. Yeah. And well, no thing that I like about podcasts too. When I'm listening, like to, I guess the NPR ones that I'm listening to now. It's just <laughs> a conversation that I'm kind of creeping in on. You know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. they're just talking. Like we're just talking, and whoever wants to listen in can. And if you right. don't, that's right. fine too. But right. it's human interaction and opinions and thoughts right. and all that. Right. And I think anything that stimulates some kind of like conversation in your own life, because like here we are right now talking about podcasts we listen to, and there's so many conversations and stuff I have with people where I reference back that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. So, um, one, one I listen to a lot, it's, um, two brothers who are pastors and, but the purpose of their podcast is just like them to sit and talk about kind of like their friendship, their like friendships, and they're, real. yeah, very much being real, like, there's times where they talk about stuff where I'm like, I don't feel like you should be talking about this as a pastor, but they've even addressed that, because they're like, we're pastors, but we're people, we're human, and yeah. our life goes beyond, you know, just that, and so there's so much stuff I can relate to, like, there's times that it's like the two of those guys and like four of their friends, and they're just laughing and talking, and I don't know, but it's stuff that you can just relate to because, like you said, it's conversations. Right. Then, have you, do you watch a million little things? Yes. Okay. Did you see the episode where Gary is very upset with, you know, everyone's upset with a guy um, who, John. Yeah, John. And uh, they, he was like super upset and like that everyone else is upset. He's like, I still believe in him, you know, whatever. And he looks at his girlfriend, and his girlfriend's like, well. The part that you believe in him is that he was still human, just like every single right. one of us. Right. And I hit that, like, sometimes we put people, like, we expect them to be a certain way and do a certain thing when there's something going on behind them that they may not be sharing because right. they're ashamed of it or something's going wrong. They don't want to ask for help. Right. And that's what makes, that's what made him human, and that was her point. Like, that's right. what makes us all human. Right. So it's very, that's why I love, like, the, how real it is. Right. Too. And I think that's such a good point. I love that. I think that's such a good point, like, within what we do here at Hope Harbor. Or, and, and beyond just that, what we do as um, people who serve in our church, or as Christians, mm -hmm. or as just, hopefully, decent human beings, as we are very real. And um, I kind of got this idea of starting a podcast. Well, you and I talked about it a few times. And then um, there's a organization called Mercy Multiplied that puts out, like, a weekly podcast. I don't know if it's weekly, but a podcast. Um, and it's, like, really well done and really, um, like, professionally run and produced. Um, and they have, like, a lot of credibility behind them. And my hope is at some point, you know, we, we, we can get to having a little bit more of that kind of stuff. But I think right now the direction a lot of this is going is that humanness and just being really real. Um, because that's, I think as a ministry, that's how you minister to people and that's how you reach people mm -hmm. is by being very real um, and relating in those ways. Yeah, for sure. Like I can think of just, you know, countless times over the years of working here that, you know, we use different techniques and different <coughs> philosophies, whatever you want to call them. I don't like that word, but whatever. <laughs> it's weird. Um, about lots of stuff, but it's like those conversations where you're sitting on the floor being real, talking to a girl about something you've been through or something you've gone through, um, that reaches people more. So, mm -hmm. 
So I think that's really kind of the direction of, of where this is going for now. Um, in terms of who it's for, I really hope that this podcast is for anybody, anybody who wants to hear it. Um, there might be some things that are a little bit more relevant at times to people who are more familiar with Hope Harbor, whether it's like you've volunteered here or been a staff or been a family in our program. But, you know, there might be some things that come up that are a little more relevant to that. But I still think a lot of the stuff that we will talk about can apply outside that context too and can apply just to anybody who's going through stuff or who's interested in stuff. So For sure. Um, But going back to A Million Little Things. Yes. That show, I have been all over the place watching that show. Like, the oh, first, no. like, I don't know, I still don't quite have an opinion of it, but I can't stop watching it, because I want... That's because they don't want you to have an opinion. <laughs> That's why they keep bringing new people in, and you're yeah. like, me and Rebecca watched it last night, and she's like, who's that? Yeah. So I was like, I have no idea. Yeah. And, like, it's, so it's a show on, is it on ABC? It's on think, ABC. Yeah. On ABC, called A Million Little Things, um, and, like... This is not a spoiler alert because it's like the first scene of the first episode. Mm-hmm. It's about a guy that um, commits suicide, and mm-hmm. then it goes through um, how like his family and his friends and everybody reacts to that, and then everything that I think didn't start this fall. Yeah. So I think there's been like eight episodes or something. So every episode is like kind of going a different direction, like very much so, mm-hmm. but all around this same theme of how they how they deal with it and yeah I'm kind of all over the place with it because some of the way the show portrays them dealing with it is so ridiculous and like okay these people have this going on and this person just like I don't want to give stuff away but you're like how can these people still be friends right that's what I think too (laughs) and I'm like are people that close? <clears throat> right. Like, is my network of friends, like, <laughs> they're, those, those group of friends are together every day. Right. Every holiday, <laughs> every, and you're like, am I missing something? Right. <laughs> In handling really ridiculously, like, stressful situations really well. So there's a lot of stuff where you're like, this, this obviously is a TV show, but then there's a lot of realness to it, yeah. too. I think there's a lot of humanness to it. Yeah. Because we aren't perfect, and um, I don't know, I just, I'm excited to see where it goes, but if they don't start answering some questions pretty soon, I'm probably going to throw my remote. Well, I think that's just like how Pretty Little Liars was for me (sighs) back in the day. Like, they weren't answering my questions after season two, that's over it. I've never even finished it, I was like, this is getting ridiculous. I think the other thing for me in it is, I very rarely watch shows live. I usually, like, wait until a season's done and then just binge watch all of it. So there's that, like... You have to wait? Yep. (laughs) I've trained myself in TV to have that, like, instant gratification. So I think that's been... That's just been an interesting, like, side side piece in my head here, too. But I don't know if I would say I recommend the show or not. (laughs) I I don't know. I, I like it. I like it. I just, I just like to watch people or, like, right. even situations and just observe, like, kind of, like, oh, how are they dealing with that like that? And right. how would I act in that situation? Right. Ooh, I don't know. I think what's been good is following, like, I follow the show on social media and stuff because I'm trying to find out more information about it so I don't have to be patient anymore. But 
um, the producers of the show and the actors and stuff outside of the episodes do a really, like, are really intentional about talking about tough issues and talking about suicide and talking about resources. So I think regardless of whether the show is realistic or not, um, it is really good that it's drawing conversation about suicide and um, getting help. Right. And I think it, that goes along with anything else that we do. Like, like even like this ministry to kind of draw parallels. Like, well, if we can reach one person in right. one way, then it was worth it. So right. if that TV show can spark that conversation, reach one person right. or two people or a lot of people in some sort of way, right? then that's good. That's bringing that awareness to start right. that conversation, like you said. So. Right. That's a theme that we kind of started a few years ago. Not really a theme, but I mean, I guess so. Of, like, if it's only for one. I remember it kind of started with a, I think it was our 10-year anniversary of being open. And we did a newsletter and we had a big um, 10-year fall um, fundraising thing. And we talked a lot about, like, all the families we've served over the years. But even if it was only one, would it be worth it? And it's been really cool to see that grow Mm -hmm. um, into into our reasoning behind everything we do. So even like with our lifeboat series, we have the next one coming up on uh, February 7th. Yep. <clears throat> so like is that next week, two weeks, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course we hope there'll be lots of people there, even if there's just one or even if there's somebody who, um, you know, hears about it and about the topics and stuff later, it's worth it. Yep. Or I did another, so I did like, I did social media at the first lifeboat and then I did another social media presentation at um, Living Word Church last week. And we talked about that, like, um, even if only one family comes or whatever it is, it's it's if that person hears it. Um, if somebody listens to this podcast and gets something, you know, one thing out of it, even one episode, they get one thing out of it, that's important. So. Right. Even if that's a laugh. Even if that is a laugh, absolutely. Okay. Even if it's a laugh at something funny we said or, or laugh at us it's fine at our our attempts, attempts. here <laughs> oh my gosh get out of my head <laughs> that's scary <laughs> i am sitting in the counselor's office here <laughs> so <laughs> get out of my head <laughs> that's funny happens so and i know last time we talked about social media but um we have had so many things this this month month January has been like social media month it's nuts um I've had a couple of speaking things and um I know you've had you had one One yesterday yesterday, I have two next week and two next week all on social media Uh so how did it go yesterday yesterday was in Minneota yes with fourth eighth grader fourth through eighth graders yeah. In a big assembly. Like, how many kids, do you think? Um, she said, I think, 180-something. Oh, my gosh. That, that is more than one. <laughs> that is more than one. That... But it didn't seem like that much. Yeah. Just because when you get a bunch of little yeah. bodies together, it's not really, like, very... But it was really good. It was... They were very attentive and, like, participating, asking questions that may or may not be because I brought candy. <laughs> they talked... <laughs> But you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Did you throw the candy to them or no, at them? I actually hired a fourth grader to be my candy assistant. So she, like, stood next to me and went and ran oh, candy. Oh, that's wise. She was kind of panting towards the end, but that's okay. <laughs> so 
she she did her job very well. Good. It was awesome. Good. Hired her. Just like paid her. She got candy too. She got candy. And she candy. Was candy. <laughs> that that's kind of a that is a big job to be running all over. Yeah. Hmm. But but it was very good. Um, so you used kind of a different approach with I them. Did something about that. So I <clears throat> so I pulled up my Facebook on like a my Facebook account on their so their counselor logged in her Facebook and her and I are not friends on Facebook and she pulled up my account and I went and made some things a little bit more public um so I had my Facebook profile introduce myself so they got to look on my Facebook profile and I'm like where am I from and they're like Marshall or where am I where where do I live Marshall where am I from Worthington when did I graduate high school 2011 and so they were going through all those Mm-hmm. things and I I was like I didn't have to say anything for you guys to know all about me but the one thing I didn't know was my last name because mm-hmm. I didn't have it up there but which was kind of a good point for mm-hmm. that so then what I did next was we were talking about is sharing caring you know we say sharing is caring well is sharing caring how much are you sharing and is that caring for others or yourself if you're taking a picture of your friends and posting right. it is that caring for them or are you, you know, and so then I asked one of the students to come down and this was kind of a shot in the dark, but it worked. <laughs> um, and I, I was like, well, give me your name. So I looked up his Instagram and I found some pictures that I was ending. I ended up trailing that into probably five or six other students that were in that gym who, whose accounts were not, uh, like private. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of freaked him out a little bit, but it started a conversation. <laughs> right. So I thought that was really good. Um, and so from then, it just kind of went to more of the, I mean, how can we, you know, make our settings, like, private, and right. why is that so important if, you know. So mm-hmm. it was it was really good. And we talked about, they were kind of alarmed when we asked a question on the survey. I had sent out a survey before. I asked a question on the survey that said, what is it? Um, would you if you would you meet somebody mm-hmm. online or would in you, person that, that you only met online? And eleven of them said yes, and twenty one of them said maybe. And so how many said yes? Eleven. Oh my gosh! So eleven fourth, fourth through eighth, eighth graders grade. would meet somebody in person that they've only <clears throat> excuse me only ever met online. Correct. And how many maybe? Twenty one. Twenty one. And I always think the maybes are. Yeses. Uh, yeah, they're yeses. Because it's like and you can be swayed. Exactly. Like, right. And they're almost worse than yeses because it's like, what what is it that you need for? Mm-hmm. What is it that this predator, and I'm always going to use that word because I listen to copious amounts of true crime, but <laughs> um, what is it that that predator or that person needs to get you, to sway you into mm-hmm. a yes? And they're going to figure it out and they're going to do it. And I said that. I'm like, because... I look at your account and I see you like cows and you like, mm-hmm. I could, you know, yeah. create conversation based on what I see that you like yeah. or where I see that you've been or yeah. anything like that. So it was really good <clears throat> and they were very engaged. So I kind of want to, um, I got, and I got some feedback from that. It was, well, you should mirror your phone screen so then everybody can kind of see mm-hmm. um, that and, and, and which I have thought of, but I need to figure out a cord to be able to, to do, do that. Um, and then another one was <laughs> the, 
the cousin's like, you should have done another kid. You should have picked another one. <laughs> just to, like, <laughs> just make your point. Spend the whole time doing it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It is. It's it's crazy. And you just, you don't you don't think about that. And, and I know that, um, you know, Facebook isn't the most popular app mm-hmm. for kids anymore. But I think for a lot of younger kids, especially that age, it's kind of where they start. And, yeah. you know, to have a Facebook account, you're supposed to be 13. Yep. And to to their credit, Facebook does have some um, built-in safety things, as long as you're honest about how old you are. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, under 18 automatically doesn't um, post a profile to social media accounts. And, like, there's automatically some things yep. Facebook does. But you have to be truthful about your age when you set it up. And a lot of kids aren't because... Mm-hmm. They're too young or they... Just they'll get in trouble. Right. Or, or they want to appear older. Yeah. Or they want to get around some of those workarounds. Yeah. So, um, you know, as parents, you have to really... I was just working with one of our girls yesterday on setting up social media accounts and um, and going through some stuff with her. And I can't remember what it was on, but there was something and she goes, should I put my real birthday? And I just looked at her and I was like, what? Should I put my real birthday? I was like... Yes. <laughs> like, why? Like, but it was just automatic for her. Like, should I lie about my birthday and try to? Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't even know why. Right. It really wouldn't have gained her anything. I was like, yes, use your real birthday right. to set well, this up. The fourth and fifth graders too. They were a lot like, oh, well, our parents use these. You know, our parents are on this all the time, and our parents <laughs> and um and and they're like, so what do we do? What do we tell our parents? Could someone find out where we live? Yes. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, you have to be careful with that stuff. There is a lot of things that you can do, and it always gets me still, even though this has been out there for a long time, when you use, like, Facebook Messenger and a lot of different messaging apps. But I, it's just it happened to me recently on Facebook, so that's why I think about it. Uh, I was having a conversation with my brother-in-law about getting together this weekend and oh, yeah. um, going ice skating. And, yeah, it automatically, like, adds a thing to your an appointment an appointment and then says you know do you want me to send an uber or whatever and it's just like i can't even imagine for kids first of all i don't is does uber even exist here in marshall i don't know no (laughs) no i think not but um anyway so laura gibson she'll be your uber (laughs) exactly (laughs) um but yeah that just gets me in like how many kids you know that can get tied to their their mm-hmm. conversations and stuff so quickly. So, I don't know. Yeah. It is really crazy. I just, it's like I said, Monday, or Monday, January has been social media month around here, but um, I'm okay with that. Me too. Cause, it's been kind of fun. It, yeah, it really has been. And it's sort of efficient to have yeah. all of this stuff in our in our heads right now. Mm-hmm. So. so, next week you go to a high school? Lakeview. So, I'm doing... I'm talking to 4th through 7th graders first, and then 8th through 12th after that. Gotcha. And as, like, in assemblies like this, yeah. again, mm-hmm. in big groups, are you going to use your same approach, you think? Um, I think with the second group, I'm going to, yep. <laughs> and I might do more than one in the second group, just because I've got some older kids in there, and, and but we'll see. And it can be hard, too, like, like you said, is sharing caring when you've got other people tagging stuff or other people sharing photos and stuff. Um, I just recently unfriended somebody that 
I honestly, then this is terrible, didn't super, like, as I went back, when I went to unfriend them, I'm like, I actually don't really know this person very mm-hmm. well, I realized. But it was like, um, I, I really, I honestly cannot figure out what the correlation or the connection was there. But um, it was an, an older person, and um, I ended up, ended up unfriending them because there was like two or three instances where they shared one of my photos instead of liking it. And I really, like, legitimately, I don't think it was them, like... They meant to. Right. I think they just honestly didn't really know what they were doing. Um, and, but you can't stop. And it was, like, one was, like, a picture of me and my daughter. And it was, you know, you could tell instead of, <laughs> instead of trying to like it, they shared it. And I can't, I can't undo that other yeah. than ask them, to you take know, it off. to take it off. But Or you take the whole picture off yourself. Right, exactly. So um, it, it happened a couple of times, and I was just like, okay, this I can't have this happening. Right. So, I know. And now that's out there. So, but, and, but sometimes we you know we do that too, and, and I think that can happen pretty easily with kids too, whether they realize they're doing it or not. Mm-hmm. Or any age. So. For sure. So... Coming up in February. Yep. We're doing, what are you doing for Lifeboat? Doing Love and Logic. Oh, Love and Logic. So yeah, teaching on that. What's Love and Logic? Love and Logic is, how do you explain Love and Logic? I should say Love and Logic. I said it kind of love fast. Is, love and like Logic. Loving, loving love Logic. logic. I what do, could be that? I Also that. I do love, <laughs> like I am loving Logic. I mean, it could be. <laughs> Lovingly. How she parent <laughs> lovingly and effectively, and it's kind of love and logic is kind of like getting what you need your children to do out of you know as a parent as an adult without sounding demanding or sounding right. you kind of make make it their idea make an incentive for them to right. be able to do things and there are so many ways to be able to do that and and it also um, it kind of allows you to walk alongside them instead mm-hmm. of you know. It empowers them more right. than it does anything else to right. do chores, to get their homework done, to whatever, without a parent stressing of, do this, do that, do this, do that, mm-hmm. but reshaping it. So it's kind of a, all the reshaping of phrases, I guess, phrases right. and ideas, and so it's exciting to be able to share that. There's so much to mm-hmm. go on with. There that. is. It's so like, a, if you did the whole course, isn't it like an eight-week course yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. So, um, it's through Parenting with Love and Logic, which is, I think they're out of Colorado. Jim Fay and... I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it's it's designed by them. And if you look them up online, you know, if you just Google Parenting with Love and Logic, you can find tons of free resources out there. And or even their Instagram. Yep, their Instagram. And, yeah, they, had, they shared a really funny thing on their Instagram yesterday. Um, there's, there's some videos on YouTube, like some shorter clips and stuff, um, to get the whole course is, um, you can order the whole course, but it's, it's a little spendy. Um, but we do have the course here and over the years, um, we've, we've offered like eight week classes kind of going through it and stuff. So definitely at Lifeboat, it's just going to be an hour just really touching on my favorite (laughs) one-liners and why they're effective or how they're effective. Right. So it really will just kind of be a taste of that. Um, and from there, at any time, you know, people can definitely schedule a time to do, like, the eight-week course with us. Or yeah. maybe we'll offer some classes this summer. would be really cool to go through it. Um, but, yeah, I, I love that. It is about 
really for parents redirecting your energy into a more effective area instead of that nagging and being on kids and and all that kind of stuff really changing how you speak and changing the types of words you use in the language um, to help kids make their own decisions and yeah. within your own boundaries for sure I really love it we've used it here for a long time um, here, here at Hope Harbor I use it in my personal life all the time with children and adults <laughs> it's a very intentional thing yeah. to do or to use and yeah. it's very especially like when I was house staff it was very it had to be intentional a thought out okay right. I'm gonna say this mm-hmm. it, it's hard for it to come out naturally mm-hmm. for some people and especially for me it was at first right but eventually you kind of get there and then you're right. then you realize oh I'm speaking about this life. yeah <laughs> And I love that it's intentional like that because because you're putting your energy into being intentional about what you're going to say, you're taking energy out of your emotions yeah. and having emotional responses, and which is so frequently what leads to fights and stuff in the yeah. home. Kids are emotional, and as parents, we're tired, so we're emotional in how we respond, mm-hmm. and then it just goes back and forth, and nothing is getting done. Right. Um, and so, yeah. And... It's, you know, you still deliver it with, with empathy and with love, but pulling a lot of that emotion out. A big one that's happening in my home all the time right now is whenever Olivia is upset with me, my two-and-a-half-year-old is upset with me, or her dad, it's, ugh, I'm so mad at you now. And we just, our response is just always, okay, we love you anyway. And, <laughs> you know, like, and it can be, and that's a really mild, like, example of it, but... um it can be really tempting in that moment to, like, get emotional about it. My two-and-a-half-year-old is so mad at me. Or she'll say, we're not friends anymore or whatever it is, just to, like, try to get a response out mm-hmm. of you. And you just really kind of go brain dead and, okay, I love you anyway. Yeah. Let me know when you're feeling better or I bet it feels that way or whatever. And then it kind of comes around. Yeah, but definitely. I've watched a lot with, with teenagers. Parents get drawn into that emotion and then we're fighting and then it's bringing up all this stuff and that... then you're engaging with a 12 year old at a 12 year old level <laughs> and then you're like crap exactly. I sound like I'm back in middle school why no. am I arguing like this now I'm 12 again yeah. it doesn't take long so no, it doesn't so that's really cool so we're gonna do that on uh, February 7th at the middle school here in Marshall um I want to try to figure out like a way that we can do some kind of live streaming with some of those, like maybe through our Facebook or something, but we'll see. Maybe we record a podcast. Maybe we do that, yeah. Maybe we can, maybe one of our February podcasts can just be about love and logic. Or you just, you know how churches like record when someone's talking? Right. Just record it. And then, and then do it that way. Maybe. Yeah, we could do that. This is our all experiment. Right. Exactly. Well it is. It's all about experimenting. So I think like that's kind of my theme for 2019 is like, Trying some new things and experimenting with some different stuff. Getting uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've been, I am, like, I do not like public speaking. I don't, like, I don't know. I love it. I know you do. I, like, when you were talking about talking to a whole gym full of kids, I'm like, (gasps) oof, over here. But, um, but that's kind of my, or like, I don't know, I'm not really like a networking in person kind of person um but January has really been for me like saying yes to stuff 
saying yes to. Like, I just agreed yesterday to speak at something in February. And after I hung up the phone, I was like, why oh, did really? I do that? <laughs> yeah, it's just a small thing. Oh. But, um, but it's, yeah, it's was a little outside my comfort zone. And I was like, yep, sure. And then I hung up and I was like, oh my gosh, what did I just do? But mm-hmm. I'm just not going to think about it until that week. Yep. <laughs> I think that's a good way to deal with it. That's what I do. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> It's here. Uh, I don't know. So yeah, and I think 2019 is just like this podcast is an experiment, and our lifeboat series. That's, I mean, that's not really an experiment. That's a little bit more intentional. But this first year of it's really going to be experimenting what works and what doesn't, and I don't know. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So I'm glad that we've. My coffee's almost gone, so we got to wrap up. Mine's not, but it's starting to taste like onions, and I don't what? know. I don't know why. Did you wash that cup in the dishwasher? No. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> I was like, I, that's why I took the lid off. I'm like, uh, sometimes metal or cilantro containers like that. That's weird. Maybe I have my taste mixed up. <laughs> what did you have for breakfast? A donut. <laughs> okay, this is going nowhere. <laughs> now we're going circles. So, <laughs> I think it is definitely time to wrap up. So. Thanks for thanks for joining us as we are about as human as can be <laughs> in this in this place. So yeah. Any final words of wisdom? Um use soap <laughs> when you're cleaning your cleaning your dishes. Yes. What are some final words of wisdom? I know this is like the most awkward part. The ending. Yeah. That's how it is with all my speeches too. <laughs> We're gonna keep oh, rambling yeah. until People turn That's, it off. I went to a speech one time in the one of the church, and I was talking, and I was like, "That's all I have." <laughs> like, okay. Like, like when you're on stage and scene. <laughs> See, just blank face, stop talking. <laughs> or the the Mr. Allen goodbye. <laughs> just, just leave. Just bye. Just like, go. no bye. Just walked out. Oh boy. So yeah. Well, if they had something to say. No, I was gonna say. Well, thanks for thanks for listening in, and uh, if you have suggestions on how we, to end, how we can end this a little bit more gracefully, please message us. In Trojan news in Worthington, Minnesota was make it a great day or not. The choice is yours. Boom. Hang Ooh, on. I like it. Make it a great make day it or not. The choice is yours. <laughs>